Welcome to the Encounter Church Podcast. We believe that this message is going to bless your life, encourage you, and strengthen your walk with Jesus. Grab a notebook, a pen, and let's jump right in. Now this morning may be a little bit different message. Normally my podium is to the side. It's a little more free. I'm going to address you a little more in conversation. But today, I really feel it's important that I take some time just to address what God has laid upon my heart. He began to share with us as a staff and me individually and the leadership team back in the fall of where we were headed in 2022. Can't believe that we're already here. So a bit different message as we jump in and discover what God has in store for this year. You may be asking yourself, well, pastor, why do we need to take the time to vision cast? Why don't we just been to a study of the Bible? Why don't we just jump into a, a topical study this morning? Why do we need to take the time to vision cast where God is leading us? Because the Bible is very clear in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 that if we don't have a clear understanding, if we don't have a clear vision of what is happening, of where God is leading us, of what he has called us to do, that all we will do is stumble all over ourselves. We'll accomplish nothing of lasting value. Some translations go as far as to say this, the people will perish. Without vision, the people will perish. In other words, we sign our own death certificate as a church. Would you agree with that? I hope because that's God's word. God's word says that we don't have this vision. If we don't embrace this vision, if we don't grab a hold of what God has laid before us, then we've signed our death certificate. We might as well close the doors of our church because death is right around the corner. But I'm here to tell you, when we begin to pursue the goodness of God, when we begin to pursue what God has called us to do, gates of hell cannot and will not prevail. Amen. Amen. Therefore, today, I'm going to do my absolute best to give you a clear description or depiction of where we are headed as a church. But listen carefully. I will not say to you that every detail is going to be given, that every minute infrastructure moment is going to be laid out, but the direction and the plan will be shared this morning. All our text today is found in the book of Acts chapter 12, verse 24, and it says this, but the word of God increased and multiplied. The word of God increased and multiplied. See, every year in the fall, I begin to seek after God, and I, I ask for direction. Lord, where are you leading us as a church? Lord, what does it look like for us to step forward with you? God, what do you have for this body of believers? And I truly believe that God gave us a word for 2022. I'm going to give you about two guesses of what that word is. First one doesn't count. Multiply. We are called as the body of believers to multiply. Why? Because throughout the Bible, when people were obedient 
to the call of God, that's exactly what we began to see happening. Ministries multiply. Leadership begins to multiply. Lives were changed. People were coming to the cause of Christ by the multitude. The list goes on and on. Church, we are called, the church of God, we are called to multiply for his kingdom. Beginning next week, we're going to begin a brand new series. Several weeks, in fact, several months, we're going to dissect the book of Acts. Look at the early church. We're going to find out what they did and how they went about this idea of multiplication because over and over and over throughout the book of Acts, that's what we see happening. Time and time again, they would have a gathering together and the Bible says things such as this, and the Lord added to those that were saved. 3,000 were brought to the kingdom. 5,000 were brought to the kingdom. But what does that mean for this body of believers? What does that mean for those at our Warrensburg campus? What does it mean for us as a church, encounter church to multiply? It means that we don't just maintain as a church. Listen carefully. We don't just maintain as a church. We truly multiply. We take the time to reproduce all that we do in effort to give God the best that we can. In fact, we believe it much that it's one of our core values. We don't maintain, we multiply. Today, I want to take a few moments and I want us to see what it looks like for us as a church. But notes, what I discussed today is not an all-inclusive we are going to continue outreach endeavors. We are going to continue our weekend and midweek services. We are going to continue church events. But what I want to look at today is the dream. Today, I want to look at what does it mean to have this forward motion into what I believe, the leadership believes, that God has laid before us to accomplish in this year the year 2022. After all, we feel that we are called by God to multiply. The word multiply by definition is this, to increase or cause to increase greatly in number or quantity. To increase or cause to increase. If there's a cause to increase, that means that we are doing something to make it happen. There's effort on our part. But church, what I want you to understand is we're not talking about addition. How many of you remember math class? Like two of you remember math class. Math teachers made a big impact on your hearts. Man, there, there's a couple things. We've got multiplication and we've got addition. Two of the infrastructures of math. We're not talking about addition. Addition is one plus one is two. Two plus one is three. Three plus one is four. Four plus one is five. Pretty simple math, correct? But look at multiplication. Two times two is four. Four times four is 16. 16 times 
times 16 is 256. 250 times 256 is 65,536. Do you see the difference between addition and multiplication? Yes. There's a huge difference between the two. Addition is one little step, one little motion, one little movement. Multiplication is saying, Lord, we are willing to do whatever it takes. Lord, we are willing to advance for you. God, we are willing to move forward to see your kingdom multiply. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Lord, build your church. So if we're going to accomplish the multiplication that is in front of us, we have to identify what it is we are multiplying. We must identify the steps to take in order to achieve this great task. This morning, I want to give you four steps toward this God-given multiplication. And I hope that you take really good notes this morning. Step number one is this. We must seek and trust God for the increase. We must seek and trust God for the increase. Church, I want you to understand this morning that nothing of lasting value is possible without the guidance of our heavenly. Oh, we could gather together, we could put on some good music and have a good concert. I could come up and try to inspire you for a moment, but truth be told, it's not going to last. Oh, it may have a little addition. There might be one or two or three or four that gather together, but multiplication is not possible without the outpouring of God's spirits. Therefore, we, the body of Christ, we encounter church, must seek and trust God. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. Before we seek anything else, before we go to any other source, before we endeavor into anything else in life, the very first thing that we have to do is seek after the things of God. Acts chapter 2, verse 47 said this, And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those that will be saved. Who added to the fellowship? Was it the apostles? Was it the disciples? Was it the new believers? No, 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 no. The Lord added to the church. The Lord built the church. Please hear this. God will not send us a harvest that we cannot support. Come on, let that sink in. God will not send the multiplication. God will not send the harvest. God will not bring in the souls. We are not ready to reach them, invest in them, speak into them, encourage them, and build them up. Therefore, we must seek him for guidance. We must seek God for wisdom. The Bible says that we lack wisdom all that we have to do is ask, and God will do us out of his abundance. 
This must be followed by immediate obedience. Listen carefully. First, we seek him. Once we seek him, we begin to listen to him. Lord, what are you speaking to our lives? I want to challenge you. Some of you have never heard the voice of God because you've never taken the time to listen. I want to challenge you just to sit back and say, Lord, what do you have in store? And the moment you ask that question, just sit back and begin to listen to what he has to say. But once we listen and we hear his instruction, we hear his guidance we must follow that with immediate obedience why because anything less than immediate obedience is disobedience right anything less than immediate obedience is disobedience this is what we see occurring in the book of genesis the obedience side of things we see this with moses God has instructed Moses to do the very difficult thing. He had called to sacrifice his son. Moses trusted in God, and as always, God stepped in and provided the solution. But once Moses followed immediate obedience, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 22, verse 17, that God looks to Moses and he says this, I will certainly bless you. I'm sorry, this is Abraham. Wrong guy. I saw that in my notes and I thought, that's not correct. Abraham is here. Abraham is obedient to the things of God. And God says to him, I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. God wants to multiply. God wants to use his people. God wants to use you to multiply. John Verbeer said this, your destiny which God prepared for you is beyond your natural ability. The destiny that God has planned for us as a church is beyond our natural ability. Therefore, we must take the step to trust him, to seek him, to listen to him, and to be immediately obedient. What's our second step? We must prepare ourselves for the increase. We must prepare ourselves for the increase. Now, I am not asking you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. This is kind of my rule of thumb. This happens every day in ministry. I don't ask my staff to do things that I'm not willing to do myself. I'm not asking you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. In fact, with this idea of preparing ourselves for the increase, my wife and and I are going to lead the way with this. We're connecting with a pastor and ministry team based in Texas, a ministry called Ready, Set, Grow. Pastor Scott Wilson was the pastor of a large church in the Dallas area that while he was there grew from 650 to 4,000 people. In the time under his leadership, they planted 22 campuses off the church. 
Angie and I are going to be meeting with them on a monthly basis through Zoom meetings and a variety of other ways to navigate through what is this idea of multiply look like for us as a church. Let me be honest. This is going to stretch us. But I also believe this is going to equip us. This is going to prepare us for where God would have us to go. But the great thing about all of this is it doesn't just stop with the two of us. What we acknowledge, and as we're stretching and molding and shaping and forming into what God has, we are able then to pass that on to the staff. We're meeting with the staff every Monday evening at our house. We're gathering together with the staff. Some of those are just to build relationship together, but we're going to have leadership moments where we invest in one another and we grow together as a leadership team that will then impact the ministry leaders, which will then impact the serve team members and ultimately impact the body of, church, of the church, of Encounter Church. And I believe that this step is going to catapult us to where God would have us to go. In 2021, as a church between the Sedalia campus and the Warrensburg campus, we averaged about 360 people on a weekly basis coming together on the weekend just to worship. I believe that by this point next year, we can easily be running 500 plus between the two campuses. Why is that important? Why am I talking about numbers? Because numbers souls. And the Lord added to the ch- daily. Was the Lord adding to the church because people were coming to know Jesus Christ because hearts and lives were being changed. Church, I want you to know outside of these walls, there are people dying every day and splitting the gates of hell wide open. And I don't know about you, but I'm okay with that. I believe that God has called us. We The church, I believe that God has ordained us to reach the lost, to do all that we can to pour into those that have no relationship. This goal of 500 plus over this next year is only possible if we widen the base of our leadership. This has been an idea that I've talked about for many years. If our leadership base a, a small point at the bottom and everything grows above that, what soon happens? The top of the pyramid, upside-down pyramid, crumbles to the ground. We must build this leadership base, and that includes you. Well, pastor, I'm not a leader. I disagree with that. You have influence on somebody, therefore, you're a leader. Amen? That's all leadership is, is influence. Mom, you have influence of the kids in your house, right? Dad, you have influence with your family. We all have influence with those that we work with each and every day. You have influence in the lives that you impact on a daily basis. You are a leader. Therefore, we as a church must do all we can to build and strengthen that leadership base. We must prepare ourselves for this multiple. Listen very carefully. Sitting on the sidelines, enjoying the ride, will never bring about multiplication. Oh, it might do some addition, but we'll never see what God has in store. 
This idea of sitting on the sideline, all that it will do is reinforce the idea of comfort and mediocrity, neither of which God has called us to do. Did you know God didn't call us to be mediocre? Nowhere in the Bible does it say, my people are average. You are called by God to be mediocre. No, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are more than a conqueror. You were designed by God Almighty. You have a purpose. You have a drive. So how do we prepare ourselves for this multiplication? How do we get to this place of increase? It's by an increase in the intake of spiritual routine and lifestyle. Oh, we input all sorts of things. Can I be honest with you? I was sick last week ago. Normally, I'm the type of guy that I have a book. I've got a couple books going on. Most of the time, I'm reading books. I've got one on my iPad. I've got paper copies books. So depending on where I am is what I grab. That week while I was sick, I hadn't to do anything. The only reading I did was my Bible that week. The rest of the time, I watched Hulu. Ten hours a day, I watched Hulu. No drive. No energy. No desire to achieve anything. Just wanted to sit in my chair. But isn't that sometimes what we do in our walk with Christ? We come in on a Sunday morning and we, we just want to soak in. And um, Can I just say, that's okay. It's okay to soak in. But once we soak in, we've got to begin to give out. We've got to begin to strengthen the intake of our spiritual routine. We do this with prayer. We do this with Bible study. We do this with faithful attendance to church. Well, pastor, why are you getting on that? Because it's important. We need this time together. We need to encourage one another. They tell me back in the 80s, the, a person that came to a church would attend three to four times a month. But in today's culture, a person that attends regularly is once, maybe twice a month. And we wonder why our culture is dive-bombing. Because we've lost the importance. We've lost the urgency to seek the things of God. I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to be involved in e one to one. This is our mentoring program here as a church. And right now we have a few people involved in this. But in 2022, we're going to involve E1 to 1, our mentoring program, into every area of ministry. Listen, listen carefully. We're going to equip it. We're going to involve it in every area of ministry. I want to see every one of us walking side by side with somebody else. Why? Because that's the biblical model of discipleship. We see it occurring in the early church in the book of Acts. We read about it in the book of Proverbs. We must begin to sharpen one another, to equip one another. We are not called to do life alone. We are also going to multiply in our servant leadership through our growth track. 
Growth Track has been around for quite some time. We've used it as people want to go through it, but we're going to put more importance on Growth Track in 2022. It will be offered every single month. The first week will be week one, the second week, week two, the third week, week three, the fourth week, week four, the next month repeats. We're going to require every brand new serve team member must go through Grow Track. I want to encourage those of you that are already plugged in ministry to go through Grow Track. Why? Why is that important? Because that's where we discover our God given passion. My heart as your path, not just to plug holes in ministry. If you're fairly new to church, I'm here to tell you the the moment you walk, hey, pastor, I want to be involved in ministry. I want to do something. My first question to you is going to be this. What's your passion? Many of you, we've had this conversation. Oftentimes, here's what I hear in response. Well, I'll do anything. Well, what do you need? No, I, I, I don't want to fill a hole. Because when we fill a hole, we have no passion. When we have no passion, it's a burden. Amen? We must begin to spend time learning and praying and building that solid foundation. Too often I've heard people step out of ministry because they say they're simply burnout. out. But I want you to understand something. Burnout does not appear from simply working too much. Burnout appears when there's a void of vision. Let that sink in today. It's not, well, I've spent too much time working. No, it tells me that you're plugged in the wrong ministry and you don't have a vision for that ministry. We must be intentional in allowing the vision that God has placed before us and upon us as a church to continuously run through our veins corporately and individually. We exist to love reach, empower. That's the vision that God has set upon us. All three of these are taken to further the good news of Christ, to help others form a relationship with him. Therefore, we must be intentional in the development of self so that we can allow God to use us as he directs. Listen carefully. Truth be told, if it is up to the six pastors of Encounter Church, this task will never happen. Listen carefully. If you are resting upon and relying upon and depending upon the pastoral staff to accomplish this task on our own, I'm here to tell you it's not going to happen. We simply do not have the bandwidth to accomplish this task of multiplication on our own. Nor is it biblically our responsibility to do it by ourselves. Well, pastor, how do you get that? We pay you to be the pastor. We pay you to do the work. You're paying me for the wrong reason then. Because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, now these are the gifts Christ has given to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Yeah, that's why we're here. But look at verse 12. Their responsibility is to do all the work. Is that what it says? No, 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 no. Their responsibility 
is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Our responsibility is to build that leadership foundation. Our responsibility is to help you find your God-given passion. Our responsibility is to equip you to what God has called you to be. It's your responsibility to put that into action. We must begin to allow God to do the work on the inside so that what flows out of our lives is a reflection of Him. Look at step number three. The first step, we have to seek after God. Number two, we've got to pair ourselves. Number three, we must develop leaders for the increase. I've said this a lot this morning. I feel like a broken record. We must develop leaders for the increase. Look what Paul says to young Timothy. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. What is Paul instructing Timothy to do? To reproduce himself, to multiply himself, to bring about leaders and raise up leaders that raise up leaders that raise up leaders and let this pipeline continue to grow, to advance that foundation of leadership. If you know anything about leadership, the name John Maxwell will quickly surface. In his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, he says this, leaders who develop followers add one at a time. That's addition. One plus one is two. Two plus one is three. Three plus one is... That's addition. Leaders that develop followers, and we can all do that. We can all develop followers. We can, we can find somebody to follow us. But he goes on to say this, leaders who develop leaders multiply their growth. That's multiplication. Two times two is four. Four times four is 16. 16 times 16 is 256. You see how this progression moves along? As we equip you, you have the responsibility to equip others. Again, it's building that foundation larger and larger and larger. We must do a better job, and we're going to do a better job of developing leaders now, all of this is not falling on a ship. We must all take responsibility and seeing this multiplication become reality. We've got to make ourselves available. Every one of us, all across this room. We've got to make ourselves teachable. Every one of us, all across this room. We've got to to help to reproduce ourselves in ministry. If you're working in an area of ministry and you're passionate about that area of ministry, be on the lookout for somebody you can bring alongside with you to raise them up, to train them up, to speak these truths in them, just as Paul said to Timothy and Timothy did to others. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 2 says this, enlarge your house. Build an addition. 
spread out your home, and look at this, and spare no expense. That's what we're called to do. Whatever it takes, we are called to build that addition, to spread out the home, to build this, the church, for the kingdom of God. Whatever it takes. In the book, Ready, Set, Grow by Scott Wilson, he said this, speaking of his church, for us to grow, we couldn't simply work harder or add another program we had to expand our capacity by developing additional competent, qualified leaders. I want you to know that I don't think it's by chance that God's laid this word multiply on our hearts. You see, he spoke this into existence in us early fall of twenty twenty. But since then, as a leadership team, and they'll testify to this, every meeting, every conference, everything we've gone to, even yesterday at a kid's event, multiply is the theme that radiates time and time and time again. But Scott said it wasn't harder. It wasn't just doing more stuff. It was expanding the capacity by developing additional competent, qualified leaders. What does that mean to grow our leadership? One of our desires in 2022 will be more intentional in training and developing our serve team members. Serve team members in all areas, from children to youth to greeters to usher to security to coffee bar. The list goes on and on. The staff will hold two serve team training nights in 2022. As a church, we'll have two additional serve team all church training nights. That means we'll be hosting a training night once a quarter for all serve team members. Listen carefully. I believe that every serve team members be expected and encouraged to attend these vital important nights. We'll cover not just departmental issues and advancement, but we'll grow as leaders at the same time. Why? Because for us to grow larger, that leadership base must begin to increase. Again, Scott Wilson, the buddy said grow, said this, we aren't going to arrive where God wants us to go by straining more working more hours, or finding more a magical program. It's all about developing leaders who will develop more leaders. We want each and every one of you to be set up for success. We want our hearts cry to be, Lord, build your church. God, build it from the ground up, Lord, whatever it takes. Lord, expand that house, expand that territory for you. We're going to do all that we can, everything in our ability to equip you. But it's your responsibility to grab a hold and put it into motion. Why? Because God deserves the best. He doesn't deserve our leftovers. Finally, step number four is this. 
We must corporately pursue the increase. Corporately pursue the increase. We're seeking after God. We're preparing ourselves. We're developing leaders, and now we are corporately pursuing the increase. In fact, in Acts chapter 2, it said this, all the believers, look at your neighbor this morning and say, that includes you. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship and to the sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. That means every single one of them got bored. If we want to see the increase, we must all get on board. If this vessel that we call Encounter Church is going to move to the next location with God, it's going to require each and every one, every person here in the Sedalia campus, every person in the Warrensburg campus, it's going to require that every one of us gets on board to support the leadership, to devote ourselves to the mission to push aside just simple addition and move into the idea of, of multiplication. Why? Because that's the heart of God. And the Lord added to the church daily those that were being saved. Someone once said this, God is the God of multiplication and a careless act toward the business of the kingdom brings regrets to him. Man, that's harsh, isn't it? If we have this idea of, I don't need to be a part of this careless attitude toward building God's church, the statement says it brings regret to God. How can I do this? Well, if you look at Matthew 25, we find the story of the talents, or some Bible says the story of the servants. The master goes away and entrusts five talents to one and two to another and one to the next and when he came back he brought about a report how did you guys do the one with the five gained five more the one with the two gained two more but the one with the one buried that treasure the bible says that the owner looked at these servants to the ones that multiplied he said well done my good and faithful servants Yet to the one that did nothing and buried that treasure, there was regrets. He simply said this, you wicked, lazy servants. You see, the man that multiplied, the two that multiplied what was entrusted to them, it clearly equates this idea of being faithful. So we're going to continue to develop internally, but we must continue to press outside of these walls. In the fall, we had Family Fest here at the Sedalia campus. We're going to do that around Easter at the Warrensburg campus. We're going to reach that community in Warrensburg. Lord willing and crazy Aunt Rona gets out of here. We're headed to the Performing Arts Center for Easter once again this year. We'll have one large celebration together. We as a leadership team believe that God has called us 
to reach the lost beyond these walls. That's why in the spring of 2021, we launched our Warrensburg campus. We're so excited about what God is doing through Pastor Matt and the leadership team there. But we don't believe that God wants us to stop with two simple locations. Again, people are dying every day and splitting the gates of hell wide open. We must reach the law. We must expand that house. We must do what we need to do. Therefore, we've set a goal, the leadership team, to plant our third location in the fall of 2023. A year and a half from now, we're going to launch another. Well, pastor, where are the funds going to come from? I don't know, but if it's will, it's God's bill. All I know is God us to multiply. All I know is God has called us to do the impossible. All that I know is that the calling upon our hearts is so much bigger than ourselves that we can't accomplish it on our own. We need God's help. Therefore, we will multiply. Leadership development, development of selves. We must advance for his kingdom. After all, it's time to build his church. Let's multiply. Would you pray with me this morning? Thank you again for listening to the Encounter Church podcast. We pray that this message was a blessing and an encouragement to your life.